Today's podcast was recorded at the 2022 Green Industry Hype House in Tampa, Florida. This year's Hype House is sponsored by the Hardscape Academy and the Entrepreneur Academy. Caleb and Brittany Allman invite you to visit thehardscapeacademy.com where you'll find on-demand video courses and workshops. It's educational training to help you optimize your time, resources, and make more money. LawEntrepreneurAcademy.com, started by Brian and Liz Fullerton, is dedicated to giving lawn care professionals all of the content and resources needed to reach more customers, grow your business, and be more successful. Enjoy today's podcast and remember to check out both the Hardscape Academy and the Entrepreneur Academy. Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro, and today we are at the Hype House, the Green Industry Hype House 2022. Woo! And I'm here with Jason Creel. How's it going, Jason? Mr. Hype myself. I'm here. That's what, <laughs> no, Mr. Hype. Brian, yeah. was talking to, Brian Ford was talking to me about uh, getting my energy level from a four to a five and a half on a scale of one to ten. I says, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to go six on yours. Nice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, you know, it, it's it's a uh, it is the hype house after all, right? But I I know just like myself, you know when to turn it up and turn it down, right? You know, I think you and I are naturally more quiet, you know, folks. And but but when we need to when we need to speak up or lead or whatever, you know, we could turn it on and we do make content, especially you know, you want to make sure you stay hyped and amped up. So um, it, it it's all good. Everyone's got different levels. Sometimes other people we gotta like simmer yeah, down, simmer that's down. Right. I, simmer down. I don't have a mute button for some some. Yeah. Uh, people like on the tv yeah some people are super high energy and you got to go the opposite way like all right tone it down a little bit but uh so this is awesome um thanks thanks for uh for coming on the podcast and and the second year of the hype house the green industry hype house being here um what 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 do you think of the new location it's it's an upgrade we came last year and it was super nice obviously uh but this one is is even nicer the house is just unbelievable yeah location's great and uh, we went out on the beach today it was great and just um i don't know just being with being with people i'm not a huge people person but i think you get a house like this it's like if you need to seclude yourself for a little bit you can probably find somewhere to hide but then also (laughs) you're you're you know you want to be around other people and get to make content and things like that right absolutely there's there's lots of options and and you know i mean to perfectly transparent i mean creating content and being around a lot of people it, it, it is a lot of energy that you use so i mean you know everyone needs breaks and and, and time you know whether you're taking getting something to eat you know going to the bathroom whatever like sometimes you just need to regroup uh and just kind of rest for a little bit before you hop on the next video or the next podcast so that we can keep the same energy level for everyone that's watching or listening to create the best content and give the, the most value um and you know and, and and not to mention that you know we we just uh it, you know, we're, we're all fired up. You know, we have so much that, that we want to get, get off our chest and, 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 and put out there. So it's, it's, it's a fun time, no, no matter what. And, uh, you know, we, 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 we hide, we duck here and there, but we also have businesses to run too. So like, sometimes we have to get on the laptop and we're either uploading content or we're like following up on quotes or customer calls or whatever. Cause I mean, it is what Thursday, you know, it is still, yeah. for a lot of us, it's still, uh, uh, 
a work day. So yeah, I'm, that helped me a lot. Actually, uh, last uh, week I was able to finish. I was do weed control fertilization. I was able to finish up this round of treatments, and so I actually had a little break in my schedule, which is good because I I hate having having that weighing on my mind back home. What am I missing out on, kind of thing? And so I, I was able to shut that off for for a week while I come down here. That's great. That's great. I was trying to say that to to some other folks. I think Payjack yesterday. We we were just trying to have like a, a short conversation. Like I had just gotten here and we were just talking and catching up and talking shop really. And, and he, his phone kept ringing. And at one time he answered the phone and was talking to somebody and they were asking about snow removal because, you know, the big storm was coming up his way in a lot of parts of the country, more north, obviously not here in Florida, but, and he's like, no, sorry, we don't do snow, but, you know, con- um, you know, contact this person and, you know, or check out our website. We have like, he had the whole speech like ready to go, but like he had to take the time to do that. And I was just trying to tell him like, dude, man, put like an autoresponder or vacation thing on or, you know, send them to voicemail or something. Like I have my voicemail set up. So it's got all the information they need and they don't even need to leave a message if they don't need to, you know, it's like, uh, if you're, if you're out of office, you're out of office. If you're out of town, you're out of town, right? We all, we all have to take time off. I mean, it's not peak season by any means, maybe for a snowstorm it is, but if you don't even offer snow, you know, the last thing you want to do is be answering the phone constantly about a service you don't even offer. Yes. So anywho, there's, there's lots of ways around that. Lots of things, like I said, vo- a voicemail, you know, I mean, some people, bigger companies have like an, a receptionist. I mean, your emails, you can put like a, a vacation auto reply or whatever responder on there, you know, things like, like at office, things like that so that you can yeah. enjoy some time off. I saw uh, this guy reached out to me recently and I'm not going to necessarily plug what he's doing, but I want to tell you the concept of it is it's, it's an app you put on your website. And when you go to enter in, um, go for a quote, like on a, a box that you fill out your name, address, phone number and all that, it, it will ask you, uh, you kind of in the app, you'll define your service area and it will, and you put your zip code in and it will tell you or your address and it'll tell you, oh, I'm, we're sorry, we don't provide service in that area. And I thought it was a pretty cool concept because like I said, I, I don't know how many wasted phone calls I get that are people that aren't really in my service area or, uh, so, uh, you know, he's come up with an app to help address that issue. Yeah, that's that's smart for sure. That again, it just like goes to the thing of the concept of just do something, right? Find a way to make it more organized and things like that. Um, but so speaking of winter, you know, we are t- in the winter season, which is non-peak for just about everyone unless they have snow, uh, including yourself. So what what um. What do you do right now? Like, what kind of business? Like, is is it still slow for you? Because I know you're in Alabama, right? So yeah. you're a southern state, yeah. not, not as southern as south as Florida, but your grass is dormant, right? Yeah. So what is it you kind of do about this around this year? Yeah. So the the mowing guys, they're they're pretty slow right now in our area. There, uh, uh, sometimes they'll get out and they'll start pruning crepe myrtles and stuff like that or putting out mulch or pine straw um but for us i do weed control fertilization it's it's pretty much year round in our area so like really uh first first of january or or i tell people january 2nd because i might need to watch a football game on new year's day or something (laughs) but january 2nd i'm out there spraying so really um i this time of year i just try to take advantage of any warm day to get my applications done um, because, but the, the, it's not it's not fully um, busy because the the new customers don't start really calling until March and April. Okay, so I'm not like running giving quotes all day, but um, still trying to get my yards taken care of. 
Um, you know, and actually the second half of the year, when I if I can survive through like July, then it then it slows down. People quit calling, uh, and you know, it gets a little life gets a little easier. Yeah, and for those of you that are listening for the first time and you want to hear Jason's full backstory, I interviewed him last year at, at the at the first annual Hype House. Um, and on, back on episode thirty one, you can go check that out and get his whole story. We dove into everything from you know you started with a lawn mowing lawn mowing business mainly, and then you transitioned. And you actually sold your business a couple times, I believe, right? And then yeah. you transitioned into, you also moved, you know, like uh, to another another state or another part of the state. Another part of two hours away. Two hours so I away. couldn't really take them with me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So so a lot there to, to unpack that we talked about in episode 31 and, and you ultimately ended up um, transitioning into uh, lawn treatments, you know, turf turf care and then fertilization, weed control, all, everything that comes along with that and kind of put the mowing behind you and, and refer that work out now. So that whole story is in episode 31, just for those of you that are curious about the backstory for Jason. But um, what, what, uh, how was 2021 for you, Jason? Well, it was actually uh, great. And, and, well, okay, it was great and bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tried to be positive this year. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm a glass half empty kind of guy, so yeah. I, I tried to say great, but then I got thinking about it. All right, the negative was we we renovated our house and we were out of our house for for ten months, and I was living forty five minutes away, so I was having to commute forty five minutes one way pretty much six days a week. So that made the business a little bit challenging. But you know what? Has when that got over with, which was a few months ago, now. It, it, well, the great part is I'm now I'm, I'm living where my business is and where my customer base is. So, like, so many of my customers are within five minutes of my house that I'm I'm working way shorter days, uh, coming home for lunch regularly. I, I was able to clean up a lot of the inefficiencies on how I was running my business. Uh, I was able to sell off, cut some customers that were kind of out of my target area. And so now I think my efficiency is probably as good as it ever has been. And I think that's in turn uh, helped my quality of life, being able to be home more with my kids and things like that. Mm-hmm. That's that's beautiful. Has your business exploded too? Like it seems like everyone in the green industry with lots of calls, lots of people focusing on the outdoor spaces with everything going on in the world. Well, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to hold it back. And so <laughs> I, I, I like here's what happened. I, like two years ago, I I got up to like 480 yards. I had two trucks. Wow. I had somebody helping All me. By, oh, okay. Yeah, somebody was helping me a little bit. He had his own. I had two trucks. Okay, but he had his own business. But when he he was kind of getting started. Whenever he had some spare time, he'd hop in with me in the second truck. Mm-hmm. Well, his business was growing. My business was growing. He, he, I needed him to help me more than he was available. But like I said, he had his own business, so I couldn't really blame him. And I, and it just got to the point where I think learning myself, I guess I'm labeled myself a little bit of a micromanager and stuff. So I, 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 I either had to hi- go ahead and make the jump. Sure enough, two trucks, let's, let's go hire somebody or shrink back down to one truck. And, uh, and I made that decision. So I sold off about over the course of, of two years, I sold off about 220 customers and, and then uh, sold a truck and got back to one truck and then handled it solo. And, and that's, I kind of, just be honest with you, I like it like that. So yeah. uh, it gives me time to do things on YouTube that I'm doing and and still, you know, still be active in the field, but not just over. So point being, I'm, I'm, I get a lot of calls now, but I'm extremely selective. Like my area that I'm taking on new customers is very small. And so I'm kind Constantly referring them to other people who live outside my area. 
Gotcha. And that also helps you probably be very, like you said, just very selective, but it really helps you keep your route super dense and the prices you want. And you can just, the, the more selective you can be, the more profitable you should, you should also be because you can be selective. Like I don't want to just take on anything, you know, yeah. anywhere I can take on what I want. Really cherry pick is another term that, that people say a lot, uh, cherry pick the right ones, the right properties. Yeah. I mean, I recently, um, talked about to me I, I did a video basically but it, and I'm not plugging the video but it, the idea was basically that, that pricing is overrated and, I, and my point in the video was and I'm just making the same point here that um Pricing. Some people get hung up on whether they're, you know, charging forty-two dollars or forty-four dollars or whatever, like that right. two dollars. You know, and I think the efficiency to me is the point was not that pricing is not important. Obviously, it is, but if your efficiency is so out of whack, then it, you can charge. Somebody could be charging, you know, ten percent higher on every single yard than the uh, their competitor. But if their competitor is very efficient and has them tight route, then they're going to be blowing away the guy who's charging more money and so that's like I, and I didn't discover that I, I kind of backed into it I didn't realize how inefficient I was until I became efficient and now I'm uh, looking back like three years ago like what, what was I doing man I was like going to the same neighborhood four or five times yeah. to do the yards and and now I'm like why did I not do them all in the same day so now I've got all these yards the same day and I do them in the same order pretty much every time you know go to this neighborhood knock out every single yard and it made a huge difference I didn't realize how much how much time am I just sitting there driving around to go to the next yard? Yeah. It's amazing. You know, you just don't know what you don't know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and unless someone points it out or you just figure it out through trial and error, you, you, you just don't know. So what what are some, on that same vein, what are some things that helped you along the way? Like to tra when you transitioned, I know you said you had a mentor or, or friends or, you know, peers that helped you. Like what, what are some key things that helped you with the transition from mowing to FERT and to really just make that full time and own that? Yeah. The main thing, and I know it's intimidating for some people to get in that we control. I had some other days like, I'm just, I'm worried I'm going to turn the whole yard brown, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I, I get that, man. That, I mean. You, you got to really mess up to do that. Yeah, you got to really mess up. <laughs> I, I can think of one yard that I'm still not sure I did it, but I, I think I did it uh, where I turned it brown. I didn't kill it, but I, I, I made it have a bad day. Yeah. And um, so I'm. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's probably a healthy fear in that, but again, you got to totally screw up. I tell people it's, it's more on the mixing side. Like if you if you do the math wrong, you accidentally put eight times more chemical in your tank than you should yeah. have. Then you can spray it right, but you've got eight times more chemical. Right. You know, you're if you just overlap a little bit when you're spraying, you're you're probably going to be fine. So um, the the key thing to me is is having a mentor because it's not something usually you just going to go buy a book off Amazon and learn, oh, now I know how to go start a weed control company or anything. So, like, I had a guy that I had um, known for, for a number of years, and I used to send him weed control business, and he'd send me mowing business when I was mowing. Well, he had his company had sold off, and uh, he had moved to a new town, and I had moved to a new town. I got back in touch with him. He, you know, he was he had the agronomy degree, so he, he knew it from a scientific level, but he'd also been in the industry for like 30 years, so he pretty much seen everything. Um, so I called him up. I said, hey, I'm thinking about starting a, a weed control and fertilization business, and he's like, like he's, he said, I'll help you. You know, he actually works for a supply company now, so he's who I buy my chemicals and stuff from. But um, he he took me under his wing, kind of, and, and really, and again, he I was 
privileged in that sense to have somebody that had as much experience as he did. But for some people, it might just be going to the you know site one or somewhere. Maybe the rep guy there will help you get started. Um, but if you can have somebody to take you on the wing, it, it, it you know because it, it can be intimidating. You don't know what to spray and when to spray it and what fertilizer to use and when to do it and how much to put out. I mean, those are just basic questions, but if you don't know, you just don't know. You know, right. you don't know. It's like I said, you're not going to buy a book that just tells you all those answers. Right. Hey, LCR listeners, this is Cody from Lightspeed Social Agency. If you're tired of spinning your wheels every selling season, we want to change things up for you in 2022. We're a full-service digital marketing agency that only works with lawn care and landscape businesses. We specialize in hyper-local, neighborhood-by-neighborhood Facebook ads that generate right-away ROI. Go to lightspeedsocialagency.com to schedule a call. Make sure to tell us Naylor sent you and we'll give you $400 off your initial setup fee. That's lightspeedsocialagency.com. Toro's new Revolution Series lineup provides you with a smarter, more connected fleet that makes your operation more efficient than ever before. It's the products you already know and love, just supercharged with Toro's Hypercell battery system. Learn all about Toro's new Revolution Series line at revolution.toro.com or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. And now the LCR Media Podcast continues. Yeah, hundred percent. And and to and to that point, you created your own resource that to, to give back to anyone that's that's interested in trying to either improve or or actually just get into this part of the business, right? Yeah. So my I, my website is lawncarelife dot com, and I have a lot of videos on my YouTube channel, Lawn Care Life. But um, yeah, I, I have the Weed Control Fertilization Academy, which is kind of like my my I guess best resource for somebody who's seriously thinking about getting into it from a business standpoint, and and. It it's geared more towards southern warm season grasses because that's what I deal with. But then there's um, documents and programs we sell on there to help people because it, it is frustrating. You, you're like, well, I don't know where to um, where to get that information. So yeah. you know, ideally, you have somebody local who can help you. But yeah, I do have resources also. Yeah, because it is like you've said before, it is it is definitely regional, right? Like I have different grass than you have, and and then Florida has, you know, like all, so. There's a lot. There's there's only so many types of grasses, but you know, you have to do different things to different types. Warm season grass and cool season grass are two totally different things, two different life cycles, and all that stuff. You know, I mean, yeah, you're cutting grass and you're spraying stuff. That's still the same basic concept, but you got to know how to cut. You know, cut it short you know certain types of mowers whatever um when you're cutting how often you're cutting same thing with with spraying what are you spraying how much are you putting it down when are you doing it so a lot of that's still regional but there's a lot of basic concepts that are universal for everyone yeah like how to do the math what types of equipment to use maybe how to calibrate stuff if you if you have that but those are all very general things that everyone every state probably teaches those basic things and then there's the individual specific turf types that that go into factor there so where where is it again that what what where uh, uh, aren't you on the, is, are you on the Green Industry Podcast.com yeah, too? Yeah, on the Green Industry Podcast.com <laughs> too. So, yeah, Paul uh, Jameson, he, he that got my uh, program on there so you can get there. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's it's like you said, you, you can – some people, I feel like, make it way more complicated than it is. They think it's so intimidating. And then some people oversimplify. Some people think, well, you, you know, what is it? You just go buy some product from a big box store and spray it and it ought to kill all the weeds, you know. And yeah. I was like, well – 
It's really a lot more to it than that. But at the same time, it's, it's not, not overcomplicated. Yeah, some yeah. people are so intimidated by it that they just they can't. You have to be a scientist Yeah, or they yeah. just can't figure it out. I don't ever know. I'm like, yeah. it's not, I mean, you know, it's not something you're just going to pick up on in five minutes. But if you get somebody to help you get started, yeah, they start working on your own lawn. Maybe some friends and relatives will hire you cheap and you start figuring it out and you just play it safe you know don't say people are i don't know where this is where common sense comes in but you don't you know homeowners they think uh if you put it says here put two ounces in a gallon of water well if i put eight ounces i'm gonna kill it really dead you know <laughs> oh, no, really and people dead. just don't have uh, any common sense yeah, you will you know? kill it really dead yeah, you kill like, everything just, just come on man just yeah. follow the label you, yeah. you just it's not um super hard but you yeah. gotta have somebody sort of help you out too and I think you've said this before, you know, and, and, and I think we've all kind of agree in this industry uh, that the, the, those facts make give it a barrier of entry. Right. So less yes. people, less people will do this for all the reasons you just mentioned. Either they're intimidated or they think it's easy and they, and they and they mess it up. They don't do a good job. They're supposed to. There is licensing that you're supposed to get for per your specific state. Some are more intense than others and so on. Like so all of that is a barrier to entry, some extra costs. It's not free to get a license. It's not, you know. It, it, it's, it seems like it's easier to come across mowers and things like that and trimmers than it is this right spray equipment and all that. I mean, those are one-time investments usually for a little while as long as you take care of them. They don't get all corroded and everything. But there's a barrier of entry. So, And there's higher profit margins. So, you know, my message, our message to everyone out there listening, if you are looking at a way to differentiate differentiate yourself from your comp, quote unquote competition, like say you're just mowing or you're doing landscaping or you're doing both, whatever you're doing, but you're not treating yards, you know, like, and, and maybe you're on the fence or, or you didn't even think about it. It is another way to separate yourself from everyone else that doesn't do that. And, and you can charge higher prices, which gives you higher profit margin uh, because people know uh, that it requires a certain amount of things that we just said. You have to have some sort of knowledge. You know, they don't want you. You're not gonna. You don't. They don't want you to ruin their lawn. All that kind of stuff. So, uh, there, there, there's those barriers that will have a, a smaller pool. I think you had said that on on our original podcast that you know there's there's more mowing companies than there are fertilizing companies for very good reason. Yeah. So I think it, it makes it honestly, in my opinion, easier to get customers in weed control because there's not as many competitors. Uh, and the barrier entry is, is a good thing, you know, once you're on the other side of it. Right. You know, it's like, I don't want a lot more competition in my area. I right. hope, uh, and, and so the knowledge is a barrier to entry. I don't have the knowledge, but then also the licenses and things like this. Uh, yep. You know, but I don't I don't look at that as a negative. And it's not, They're not Alabama, negative. It's yeah, just, it's not it's a just, negative. It, yeah. it's, it's a good it's thing. It's like a, a rite of passage. That's you know? right. Once you're in the club, you're in the club, man. <laughs> there you and go. So, but you got you to gotta put some skin in the game. Yeah, you know? that's, that's right. But I, I, I don't know. I For me, uh, it's not a fit for everybody. I don't push everybody toward it, but it's been a, um, something that wanted to improve my skill sets as a professional. I, I wanted something new and fresh to learn. You know, how can I make this yard really look good? Yeah. And uh, so it, it kind of was a refresher, I guess, for my lawn care career. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's good. Thank you for all the information that you sh- that you always share on your YouTube channel. Uh, the lawn care life, right? Is that what, what it is? Yeah, that's All last right. time I checked. <laughs> well, I know you changed at one point, so I'm just trying to yeah. make sure that, no, that I'm not I, well, for, remembering the, the day, original one. Well, I thought the other day, I thought maybe I should just be who, me, like Jason Creel. Jason I don't Creel, know, yeah. but uh, but I, I don't know. I it's, don't. it's all good, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you know, that's that's the beauty. We can always re- change branding if we need to, things like that, change yeah. titles. But, but yeah, so YouTube 
lawn care life. Um, and then obviously you can, we can go to the green industry podcast.com for your resources, as well as your own website, which is lawn care life.com. There yep. you go. Uh, so thank you for that, Jason. But before you go and we get out of the sun here, it feels good, but for a short duration, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. Let's, let's, uh, let's uh, go through the pod deck here. Do you remember these? Did I have you I do this last time? I do remember the pod deck. I All don't right. remember what I was asked, but I remember the pod <laughs> we'll, deck. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what you get this time. So, uh, there it is. Oh, I'm drawing my own card. I like yeah. this. Am I supposed to read it? Yep. Or? Okay. Yeah. What is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Wow, that's a nice one. Um, does this business related or, or just like, okay, Whatever, yeah. all right, you, you know, this is going to be uh, appeal to some people and not others, but um, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Um, well, when I graduated college, I, I, I had zero aspirations of, of life, what to do with myself. Uh, you know, went to college. I just didn't. I've worked like 15 horrible jobs. A friend of mine, um, and I'm going to go in a little bit of a spiritual aspect here, but a friend of mine encouraged me. He said, don't move somewhere to take a good job. He said, go find a, a good church and, and move there. And anyway. I actually took him up on that, and I, that's how I ended up in the first city I lived in. And I, but you know, I had some horrible job. It doesn't mean don't get a good job. I, I had, right. I, I, I want to punch myself for the how many, <laughs> how I just wasted so much time. Right. Uh, when I was younger, but but you um, had the church there. That yeah, I, had, I moved keep you church, going. and what I'm saying is the people that I met through there, and that got me, um, you know, as far as like other areas like my, my marriage and being a dad and things like that. Um, it, it really uh, helped me for for who I shaped who I am today because I like I said right out of college I'm early twenties and I didn't had nothing going for me you know great so yeah uh, and in the career side it took a while to, to get going uh, mostly my own fault but um, I was just put around a lot of people and you know it could work the same for business you know you want to be around people that can help shape you. And so for, for life skills, I was kind of around some people that helped me even in business. They, I've met some good friends that kind of helped me. I mean, we had a, we had what we called the entrepreneurs club back then. And I don't know how many of us turned into be entrepreneurs, but I had just started my lawn business. One guy owned a roller skating rink and we were a bunch of people, none of us making any money. And, um, but you know, true entrepreneurs. Yeah, that's right. We were talking big game, whether we did anything with it or not. Yeah. Well, that's an excellent answer to to a really good question there. I, I think we'll end the episode on that. I don't want to take a chance of having some other random, you know, silly card that I normally keep having you guys pull cards when when I haven't gotten like a good, like a, a really good show ending answer. Yeah, in my, in my head anyway. I mean, they're, I all, they're all good answers. They're not bad answers. They're your answers, right? But I just want to I want to end stuff on on those kind of vibes. And I think that's that's some good advice and, and a good uh, a good story there. So thanks, Jason, for being on the LCR Media Podcast. And I know there's probably lots of other folks that want to do content with you. Maybe we'll do a video later. I mean, we're, we're here for the rest of the week, so we're gonna have a good time. All right. Appreciate you having me. All right, thanks, Jason. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.